Guys, welcome back to the Scandi Sports Podcast. We're back from Vegas. Vegas is really good for me. Vegas is good. Vegas is good. Guys, we're only 80 subscribers away from me being able to infiltrate this program with just a ton of ads. Help me pay for these mics, right? But hey, help my guy out. <laughs> we got to work for it. But guys, we're back. I'm here with a special, special guest. I say that every podcast, but I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm super excited for you because uh, we're here with Christian Vitale. Obviously, Christian, how are you doing today? Doing well on yourself? Hey, I'm doing good. It was hard dragging you away from that basketball going on. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, there's some good hoops going down. I, I love to see basketball anytime I get to be around the game. That's where I'm at home. Yeah, we got the CNIT for the Young Bucks going on downstairs. Sure, and sure, sure. We got a couple of favorites, a couple of future honey badges in there, you think? Hey, hopefully. I mean, there's some kids with some dog down there. So, yeah, I wish them the best for sure. Yeah, okay. So, um, usually this program is like central to like Canadian guys. Mm-hmm. But you're not Canadian. No, I'm not no, Canadian. You're from uh, Queens, New York. I've always wondered what it's like for a kid to grow up in New York. Like, for me, I only know, like, the suburbs. Like, yeah. the public school, you can just walk there. Like, did you have mm-hmm. to, like, take a subway to school or something? Uh, no, nah, not the subway, but I did have to take the bus. Yeah. Had to wake up before the sun was up, for sure. And, um, you know, just take an hour-long bus ride, have to transfer and stuff like that. But it's an experience, to yeah. say the least, for sure. So, like, like it just crazy for me to, to think about like so grocery shop all that stuff it's just like, growing yeah. up and say so you know nothing else though no as a, as a i mean i went to i went to boarding school kind of early and stuff okay. like that but the city the city is an experience it's, it's like something you got to experience it's hard to talk about you know you yeah. can see the stuff on instagram or social media and uh bing bong and all that yeah. funny <laughs> stuff but you know the city the city is home you know it's, it's a lot you know it's, it's a lot of good yeah. you know it's some things that you know people wish that we could you know do better with but it's, it's home when's the last time you've gotten to be like home home like have you been you've been all around lately home home i haven't been, definitely not in 2022 yeah not even in 2021 yeah so Actually, I had to go home for my like my grandfather's funeral. Actually, I think that was the last time I was like in the city and had to had mm-hmm. to like you know physically be there and stuff like that. So yeah, that was actually the last time. Damn, that, that, that's no, nah, I was all good though. He's straight. That's my <laughs> dog. He he good. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So obviously, uh, a big question when it comes to New York is mm-hmm. the king of New York. You got a king of New York. Nah, no king in New York. There's a lot of kings in the city, though. There's yeah. a lot of kings in the city. We won't just like hard to just give one person that title, right. but there's a lot. There's a lot of stuffers out there for sure. What kind of music do you listen to? Who do you listen to? It could be from anybody. It could be from Future, Lil Baby, Boogie, Pop Smoke. Throw some Dave East on. Yeah. Feel me? Some Thames. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Burner Boy. I, I could. You feel me? Switch it up. Depending it on up. the vibe and the day. Your, your teammate Caleb God loves Thames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's way. not for sure. He's on and on about Thames. Well, I wanted to ask you because the real first question I wanted to ask you about was your 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 game against uh, J Cole. J Cole and Drake is on that. J- that can't go wrong. What was it? Was it was it twenty seven six and four? Or 24, 6, and 4. I forget. I you, it you, was you, enough for the win. Yeah. <laughs> you feel you me? It was, it was enough for the win. So whatever they want to put up, I just know that we ended up with the dub for sure. So that, well, was, that was lit. But it, it's it's an atypical moment. Like you're going up against like a, one of Billboard's top artists. No. <laughs> a lot of people's favorite rapper, J. Cole. For sure. He checks in the game. What are you thinking? Gotta he gotta get a bucket. First <laughs> of all, it's, it's, I'm really on the court with Cole. That's because I see him like, you know, yeah. hooping over at um at Chris Brickley's gym down in life in the city and stuff like that. But I've actually never 
excuse me, I actually never get to got to play against him. So to actually like just in that environment, mm-hmm. I believe it was Scarborough's first home game too. It was like mm-hmm. their home opener. So Trey was obviously in the building. Mm-hmm. You know, he was courtside. So it was just it was a lot going on in there. But it was lit. It was it was a great atmosphere for sure. But like you saw me, like you, you got to get a bucket on him. Yeah, I mean, nah, not really. It ain't nah, not on the court. It was yeah. just like we got to win this game. It was okay. it was a lot bigger than it was a lot bigger than that for yeah. me personally. But it was don't I definitely noticed J Cole was on the court. Yeah. I think I hit a three on him or something yeah. like that. So is it talked about at all in the locker room and stuff like that? Like, yo, are people geeking over Cole? Are you guys trying to like keep it low? Nah, I mean for sure. I mean we're not gonna get it twisted. Cole, Cole, and then he go platinum, no futures, no features or something like that. So obviously we we know what it is, but. For our season, we knew it. We needed to come out of here with a win. You know, that was the most important thing. That was the only thing on the agenda, and everything that came else with that was just, you know, was just extra. But a win was obviously the priority. You, you mentioned that you've seen uh, Cole at Brickley's gym in mm-hmm. the city. So you've had interactions with him prior? No, to- no, nah, I haven't. Yeah. I just, you know, you see it on Instagram right. and stuff like that, you know, or him balling somewhere right. else. So he, he loves the game, though. So credit to him for sure. Like, he, he's, he's a hooper at heart. You know, everyone loves to play basketball. It's, yeah. it's the best sport on earth. So, you know, but he he couldn't help them with that game. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't do no. Yeah, you got him pretty good. But I've heard a lot about Brickley. Brickley's like a notorious trainer, is he no, not? No, for sure. No, he's, he's a really good trainer. A lot of, you know, my boy Donovan trains with him. A lot of my boys down in the city. You know, get to be a. Sorry, when you say your boy Donovan. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can't he, say your boy Donovan. Nah, yeah, nah like, I was thinking Donovan Mitchell, but I'm like. Nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, he's he's great people. But um, you know, you just see a lot of you know you see him and a lot of guys I grew up playing against and other NBA guys as well just at that gym and it looks like a great environment. You know, LeBron comes down, everything like that. So he got he got some of some of the best friends in, in the city for sure. So. So Donovan being a, uh, he's from the city as well. Mm-hmm. That, that's his home. It's your home. Is there any, I'm not going to ask if you want to play on the Knicks, but is there any <laughs> sort of nostalgia? Is it like you'd imagine like a guy from here wanting to play for the Raptors type thing? Like, yeah, not nah, for sure. I mean, anytime you get to play for your home city, that's yeah. a that's an extra boost in itself. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's real life and, yeah. and it's business. So, you know, if it don't work out, it is what it is. But, I mean, growing up for sure, I definitely, yeah. definitely love to love the Knicks. Still still do love the Knicks. You know, right. I wish the best for them. That's my that's my whole town team. But yeah. I'm in a different space than I was as a kid, you know? So, what, what's the relationship with Brooklyn like then? Is that is that just like Brooklyn? I mean, they KD got they technically they got KD and Kyrie right now, so they they always gonna sell out. But you know, it, they was like they yeah. they not the Knicks. You know, they, they, they like nah. The it, it is you know we appreciate them. We appreciate yeah. the services. They it brings another team to the city, so that's definitely lit. But yeah, Knicks though, Knicks yeah. for me personally, <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Donovan Mitchell still has a chance of uh, of seeing that through. I'm not gonna get you to talk yeah. about because I don't even. I wish my boy the best. That's all. <laughs> this business is crazy. That's all. That's all I can say. But here at Chichi, I got you here as an honorary Canadian because right now you're with Hamilton, mm-hmm. and you got to do some rum- summer run with Toronto. For sure. So how long have you been here in the GTA for? I would say I think I came out in like middle of May. Mm-hmm. You know, before the, before the season started, I want to say that a little little around June. So in between then, but you know, it's definitely it's definitely been great though right. for sure. It's, it's, it's mad love in the city. You know, I've, I've I've received a well welcome. You know, so it's just it's lit. It's a great time to be in the city right now. So when you arrive at Hamilton, you're coming yeah. off of a championship with uh, Rio Grande Valley. Uh, yeah, my boys, RGV for sure. Right. With one of my boys, Fiondu was on that team. My dog, big fella, <laughs> big fella, Fiondu. You already know the vibes, big feet. You, you guys on the two way with the Celtics. That's a fact. He went out there and earned it. Um, 
what was the calculus like trying to go uh deciding to go play with the cebl relatively mm-hmm. unknown league up until mm-hmm. this year um what sold you on it um honestly my agent uh, you know i just i just told him that you know i wanted to play you know i felt like you know i'm still a young guy you know after after the season ended, you know, the NBA is kind of over with, you know, the rosters are pretty much set. So I just, you know, wanted to find a way to still play competitive basketball, keep myself in shape. Like I said, I love the game. You know, I kind of, you know, that training thing is nice, but, you know, to play, to be able to play competitive basketball, you know, as much as possible for me, I feel like that's the best way for me to get better. And um, my agent told me that there was an opportunity out here. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what was going on. But you know the game, game of basketball will make you travel to places you've never been before, and that's the that's the beauty of it. And um, it's it's been a perfect, it's been a perfect, it's been match made in heaven for me personally. How did you find? Would you, what were your expectations heading into it versus actually being there and playing? Like, would the talent where level, here? Yeah, for here. Yeah. Do you think the talent level was on par with what you were sold, or were you kind of like, oh no, this is real? No, I mean, I definitely, I definitely. I saw the list of guys who, you know, some guys have come out here and got mm-hmm. NBA contracts, you know, Moon, you know, Lindell was on, was with yeah. the Honey Badgers last year. I just played against him, you know, summer in summer league and he was on the NBA deal, you know, yeah. so just, I definitely, it was definitely like seeing, seeing guys, you know, get to the league. So I knew it was possible. Obviously that's what I'm trying to do. But um, it was, I saw, I didn't, I didn't know what the competition was going to be like, you know, phys- just personally for me playing, but it's, it's been good. It's, you know, I've had some good matchups. Played against Jalen Harris, you know, mm-hmm. Cat Barber, Dang Adele, you know, who, yeah. I, who I knew from from uh, the college days. So it's been good basketball. This, the league definitely has good basketball. Right. So did you see it as a possible path to a summer league stint to an NBA contract? Like that actually? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, because, you know, I'm going to give my best. I'm going to put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, my agent and I are on the same page of, like, you know, where my goals are mm-hmm. and and the work that I need to put in to, to be able to obtain those goals and him putting me in a place where I could do that as well. And like like I said, it was just it was just perfect. When, when me not having any experience or idea of what was going to happen, I, it was the best decision for me. So for sure. what are you going to do or what are you doing right now to like counteract fatigue? Because you're going from a full-on season mm-hmm. to the CEBL, not mm-hmm. so much of a break between the two, especially after – you have the extended season championship run. Right, right. Then you go to summer league midseason, mm-hmm. coming back to here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's going to be, I'm assuming, something come September, right? Yeah, for so sure. Camp was at the end of Are you September. staying fresh? Um, you just got to take care of your body. That's, you know, that's the that's the approach. That's being a pro on off days, mm-hmm. on, on practice days, on game days. Excuse me. Just making sure you take care of your body. So I mean, it's a grind. No, no one said it. Ain't, no one said it's easy, in, in no shape or form. But if you really want it, you know, you're gonna you're gonna do what you have to do. Yeah. Are you still in contract negotiation phase right now? Like, do have you declared where you're playing next year? Like, nah, that stuff is all. That stuff's on the wraps. Day at a time. Okay. Day at a time. Because yeah. I I didn't want to make sure I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Nah, yeah, just day at a, I'm day at a time right now. I'm where my feet are at, and right now I'm in. You feel me? I'm with Hamilton. Yeah. I'm in the CBL, and we still making this championship push right now. Yeah. What? Twelve, three, thirteen, four, something like that, right? First place. First uh, place. That's first all. Place. That's all you gotta know. First place. So, um, let's move on to the the second leg of your Canadian tour in, mm-hmm. with the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, do you have another? They had a pretty decent deep roster Not there for sure. with graphics. I I was really interested to see a Buka shot, but when he got yeah, his role. yeah, he did his he did his thing. You know, obviously he didn't play as much as he may wanted to, or 
you know, but when he got in, he definitely shout out my boy Boo. He did your thing. I mean, for sure. he, he touched the court as soon as I got into my plane to go home. So yeah, that's the, yeah, that's tough. And he did yeah, he did his thing. He definitely <laughs> did his thing for yeah. sure. What's the son thing? What son, son uh, grandson, everybody's nah, telling each other. Grandson, grandson is crazy, but <laughs> son, grandson. that's just that's just the New York vibes. Like, you feel me? Like Justin, Justin Champagne, that's that's my son <laughs> when you see this. But uh, nah, it just it just means that's your boy, that's your homie, you feel me? But in New York terms, if that's your yeah. son, you feel me? That's your little, that's your little boy. So, yeah, it's, a, it's just it's just a little joke. Yeah, because I've I've been seeing all the interviews. Everybody's yeah, nah. Son. Justin is my son. Delano, my son. Ron, all my sons. <laughs> young, good youths, good youths, good youths. Um, when you we're gonna we're gonna talk about college in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had decommitted from UNLV, and wow. you go to UConn. Mm-hmm. Obviously, summer league is pretty much yeah. on UNLV campus. Do you ever think? Were you thinking about it at all? Like, no, that was I honestly, honestly wasn't. You know, obviously, I had I was going there with plans of going to the NBA too. Yeah. But just being, I hadn't, I hadn't been to Vegas. I went there for the G League showcase, but it wasn't at UNLV. Mm-hmm. But the last time I was at UNLV and Thomas and Mac and everything is when I was on my visit. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like weird being back in, you know, being back in the desert and. Yeah. That, and it being summer league, you know, it was it was a it was a weird weird vibe, but it was a great experience. So right. it, was, it was good to be back. I always wondered, like, when they take a 17, 18 year old kid on a recruiting trip in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no comments, man. No, no comments. Not you specifically, but yeah. I just mean, like, in general, I'm like. Wow, the visit was crazy. <laughs> the visit was crazy. In a nutshell, is wow. You don't gotta be a ball player. That nah, no, nah, it's nuts. It's nuts for sure. My mom wasn't happy about that. <laughs> she didn't. Uh, she did not play any role in making that decision yeah. when I committed. I can say that for sure. And she's real happy with Connecticut. No, nah, she she chose <laughs> Connecticut actually. Yeah. Um. What what goes? So was it a coaching change or something? Yeah, something it was. A, that, yeah, it was a coaching change and um. I just, I, I was able, you know, shout out to my uncle, you know, he was, he's always, he's been guiding me throughout this whole, throughout my whole experience, you know, just life. But, um, he, he knew, he knew that, you know, the business of what the NCAA was and everything like that. And it turned out that, you know, once, once some guy signed a letter of intent and it locks them in no matter what, and you kind of give all your rights away. But I was, he told, he was able to help me stay uh, stay in a position where I didn't do that just in case right. the coaching change happened. And unfortunately it did. And, but fortunately I was able to, you know, be able to move freely after that and not be stuck to a situation I hadn't committed to, you know? Yeah, no. And that's, that's an incredible important yeah, for sure. leverage play. The players forget that no. you are. Nah, it's a, a business, even with yeah. a scholarship. It's, but you're, it's also, been a business. you're also like the prize of the whole dynamic, right? Sure. You have, leverage you don't have to nah you don't yeah but that's that's the business side of it you know and unfortunately not everyone knows that you know and business is business as people say but i'm thankful for sure for him for being able to know what was going on and because i did it you know i was 18 year old kid 18 like going on 19 so i didn't know nothing i just knew i wanted to go to vegas (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was a good visit it was a great Uh, visit (laughs) um shout out Derek jones shout out Derek jones steven zimmerman for when you um, get to Connecticut, and I'm sorry to bring this up. No, nah, it's all good. Uh, I read tough first, times. Tough first times losing season yeah. in 30 years. But that's another first-year head coach, I think. No, it wasn't. he wasn't a first-year head coach. But, but it first was, year with that team? Or? 
Yeah, with with that personal, yeah, with that with that group, but yeah, it was it was tough. It wasn't it wasn't the best of situations, you know. It was definitely some a lot of adversity, right? And um, you know, I just I'm just glad that my career didn't end the way it started. I'll say right. that. What was a what was a couple highlights over at UConn? Highlights at UConn. Um, highlights at UConn. Was women's team still dominating at that point? For there, sure, there was they were still going. They were still on their hundred game like win streak. Like I got to experience that live. That was yeah. honestly one as like a spectator fan. You know, fan view of, of the game. It was being at that hundred hundred win game was crazy. It was like hundreds on the tickets, and yeah, it was it was crazy. It was wild. How, how many years is that? Then hundred games. That's got to be. I think like, it's like. Four or five years, something like that. They, yeah, they different. They different. Shout out to the women's team. So, so that's national championship every year type of thing, or is that just regular season, or is that like? Yeah, I would. Uh, I, th- I think something like they that. were dominant. No, they were wild. They were nobody <laughs> was messing with them at all, insane. at all, at all. Some of them. I mean, my freshman year, I got to hoop with some of them. So you know, yeah. it was, and you know, the men's and women's team were tight. You know, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a family atmosphere. So definitely to see them go crazy, you know, in person too, mm-hmm. like go to the games. It was it was definitely tough for sure. So going back to a highlight, anything stick oh, yeah. out so in particular? I'll say my first double-digit game. Yeah. Maybe you know that's the first time. Like, damn, I really like I really pr- produced in a UConn game as yeah. a UConn guard. You know, that's something uh, that you know, obviously being from New York, that holds you know a lot of weight mm-hmm. to to me personally. Um, wins at wins at the Garden against Cuse. You know, mm-hmm. that's definitely that's definitely big time. Um, I think what was my first? What was my my first thirty-point game right. came my sophomore year. That was that was pretty dope. Um, and I'll say senior year, just just senior year, the way it ended. Right. You know, obviously it didn't end in the highlight with COVID happening, but just the way everything was going on, how it was happening, that last my last, my end of the run was crazy. It was crazy. Let's go back to the sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, you. You must have been part of that first batch of players that got to test the waters yeah. in terms of NBA eligibility with mm-hmm. still the possibility of returning. It, it was. Mm-hmm. It must have been like within a year of that being allowed. For sure. Type for of sure. thing. What goes into that thought process, mm-hmm. and then what have you? What do you learn out of that situation? Yeah, for, first, really, just I mean, did it because you know I knew what I wanted to do. You know, it yeah. was it was a coaching change going on at the school. I didn't really know. How you know what the what the direction of the program was gonna go to? Yeah. So I was like, you know what, might as well test it, and um, just ended ended up coming back, and it, it you know, and that's that's part of life, you know, mm-hmm. you make decisions. But I hadn't I hadn't over leveraged myself, you right. know, I hadn't you know I ha- I still kept that door open, which I'm thankful for, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, and um, you know, it's just experience, you know, this is my first time going this this is still my first time going through yeah. all of this, but especially as I was like 21, 22 at the time or right. whatever. So it was like still still young, still trying to figure this whole thing out, still trying to see how I could best live out my dreams. Yeah, sorry. I had to chuckle a little bit because I think they're just testing out the buzzers downstairs. Yeah, it's no, it's all good. It's, it's going to get picked up. <laughs> but um, so when you're – when you de- – it's like you don't declare for the draft, but you get to like test the watch, or is it declaring and then you come I mean, back? You could call it how you call it. You right. know, you could you could see you could see what the what the vibes are. Yeah. You know, to to put it in better terms, more better understanding. But yeah, I saw what the vibes were, and it looked like the vibes were the vibes were go back to school. You know, <laughs> or keep it a hundred with you. It was, it was go back to school, go back, work on your game, yeah. become a more polished player, more mm-hmm. polished person. You know, grow up. Yeah. You know, and um, and I think I did that from. The beginning of it to yeah. my decision to go back to school to me ending up ending it. I think if you just look at 
the film, you look at my body, you look at, you know, just just articles, everything. I grew up from year one to the way I ended it. I don't I mean, what other way can do you want to go about something? Right. You know, I, I ended better than I started. Right. And I, I could go to sleep at that. So you, you took it to heart, the things, yeah, the criticism sure. that you're getting from the NBA. Sure. It's kind of dumb that you have to declare for the draft just to get that feedback. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is what it is. Like you feel like <laughs> it's the bit, business. It's the business. It's just red tape. It's yeah. just like, I feel like if there's players that are interesting to the teams, they should be able to be like, hey, like, you yeah. put X, if, Y, Z. Hey, if everything worked the way I wanted to, <laughs> it would be a different story. But right. it is what it is. But I mean, it's all it's all good. You just you just navigate. You try to put the best team around you. You know, try to keep a great head on your shoulders. You know, as, as much as possible. Just take a day at a time and and uh, be present where your feet are. You know, and like I said to to my point earlier, just me being back here. You know, obviously the goal is the NBA, and you know that that's gonna come when it when it comes. But Right now I'm in Hamilton. I'm with the, I'm with my CBL team, and mm-hmm. and we about to go get a, go get another chip. Go get you. a chip. I don't know if we ever won before. I don't know either. You put me on spot. after I'm this supposed, year. I'm supposed though. to know. <laughs> yeah, it's all good though. But you'll know after this season. I, I wanted to drag you back to the past again, anyways. Mm-hmm. But there is you finished school at UConn. Mm-hmm. You declare for the draft. You test those waters again, mm-hmm. and then I read something about a German team. Yeah, I went, I was in Germany for like a couple of weeks. What happens? Just another experience, you know, <laughs> just it was um I think the draft was like delayed, I believe the draft yeah, the draft was delayed that year, so That's the pandemic year. Yeah, that was the pandemic. So, you know, okay. so it was the, it was the pandemic, you yeah. know, it was yeah. the pandemic. Any other year, I don't I don't think I'm going there, but like I said it was an experience. It was an experience and I'm grateful for it. I learned a lot about myself, you know, and it was it was definitely great to see basketball out there. Yeah. I've never been out the country like that or for basketball. So just like I said earlier, the game of basketball taking you places that you've never been before. So now, I mean, I got a I got a Germany stamp stamp in my passport. So you know, I wouldn't have maybe I wouldn't have had that if if it wasn't for the pandemic or anything. So. And do you sign a contract with Memphis right after? Yeah. That? So I can't. I came home just you know. Uh, the NBA season was starting back up, and I just was like, I'm going to put my time towards that. And, um, yeah, I ended up signing with Memphis, you know. What's the time period? Sorry to cut you off. What's the time between Germany and Memphis? Oh, uh, not too long. Not yeah. too long. So it's the I'm... greatest comeback in history of sports. <laughs> like... nah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I but, would say that. Cause... <laughs> but I, I definitely felt better signing with Memphis, though. Yeah, I'll say exactly, that. For sure. Right? For sure. It, it was love. They took, they took care of me over there. I appreciate what they did for me. And to dive a little bit deeper into that, they really did take care of you because sure. is it a physical you're waiting to play and then you find out? Yeah, I found out I had a myocarditis like the night before the game. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Normatec, you know, I'm 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 getting I'm doing my pregame prep, right. my my night my pre night uh prep and everything like that and, and I get the some of the worst news I ever got, you know, in my life and it was tough. It was humbling because, you know, I just went over there with expectations coming right off of uh, all first team, you know, conference, you know, run, you know, in, in the American, um, mm-hmm. thinking I'm about to go to the thing. I'm about to go to the NCAA tournament for the first time in my career. And that not happened. And, you know, you just have your whole idea of how pre-draft and, and the draft mm-hmm. process is supposed to go. And obviously like because of the pandemic, you know, it didn't go that way. So right. it was just, it was just tough to just get, it was tough to receive that news after knowing what, took what it took to, to be able to get the news, to right. be able to sign with them in the first place. But it was tough. I found out in the bubble, but, you know, I was with a great group 
And like I said, I appreciate them dearly. And I just I had decided to, you know, just stay in the bubble. Just knew I was going to have to see these guys on the court at some point. Right. You feel me? And they was going to have to see me. So might as well get used to seeing my face. And um, so I stayed down there. And it was just a positive vibe. Like a, my boy Shaq, yeah. you know, my boy Ahmad, my boy um, <clears throat> D-Nell, you know, it was and Coach Coach Jason, you know, the staff. It was They took care of me. They helped me, you know, mentally, physically. You know, I was doing my pool workouts in there. So it was an experience. I was like, Let's, let me not waste, you know, and um, and I didn't. You know, I came back the next year and I went harder. <laughs> what a bizarre set of circumstances, yeah, though, right? right? So, like, you have this German whatever mm. fallout. You experience. No, not a fallout. Yeah, it wasn't a fallout. Well, I'm, still, fallout. I'm still, yeah, I'm still good with them. It was yeah, just. It was just a. Yeah, it was just a, it was an experience. I, <laughs> I say it was I experience. I very deep just to find it. Because I, I like doing, like, a timeline trying to see. Yeah. Kind of trace out and then it's just, like. Hit stop Germany, Memphis Grizzlies. I'm like, hey, this is yeah. the greatest comeback story of all nah, time. No, nah, it was just a little, it was just a little pit stop. Right. I went to go, I went to go see the world during the pandemic. <laughs> but holistically, so it's just a bizarre set of circumstances because you're going from, from, from Germany to Memphis. You're in a bubble. Yeah, that's never, that, that's not that was, a yeah. thing. Yeah, that right? was and weird then, too. And then myocarditis, which mm-hmm. my mind goes to, is, is that was that like a COVID thing? Was that like was it? Yeah, like, apparently it was related. I mean, I I'll not come up right. here and say I'm a doctor, but right? Yeah, I was told it was it was you know COVID you know right. related or something like that. So it just is what it is. But you know, thank God I'm cleared now. You right. know, I appreciate like I said Memphis for taking care of me, the NBA doctors for you know yeah. helping me throughout that process. And still, you know, it's, that's something you can't play with. You okay. gotta take, you gotta check up on that. Excuse me, as right. as much as possible. But I mean, I'm good now. I'm healthy now. I'm in the lab every day. And yeah. like I said, it was it was just an experience. I had to I had to learn and grow from which I right. like I said which I did and it's I think it helped me for the next season. Right. No, I mean, I, I obviously, rally. It's just, I try to put my head in. I try to put my my feet in your shoes and try to think about how that all that much different shoes, on. different shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would imagine, but it's just like no. I just imagine it's just no, for sure. No, it was tough. It was trust. I had some tough times. It was some tough times, but they don't last. Tough people do. So right. You gotta keep going. I've read that you, I've said I've said read really weird, but I've read that uh, that you worked out with John Wall in the past. Yeah, I worked Confirmed? out with him down in Miami. Yeah, for sure, that's bro. And is he any sort of relationship with him? You guys? I mean, I, I met him actually through Rodney Purvis. You know, he okay. Rodney is one of my big bros. For, you know, from UConn, he was mm-hmm. definitely he was in his last year when I was mm-hmm. going into my freshman year, and you know, we stayed we stayed in contact. Obviously, stayed in contact since. Yeah since then but um you know I, I just met up through him you know was at the runs down at down at um Remy's workouts and um it's just you know he was on the court you know once you want right. to bat- basketball is basketball you know some great runs down there and I just met and I just met him from there you know we went we went at it on the court he kind of gave me like I yeah. kind of felt like you know I got I got acknowledged by a number one pick by right. you know John Wall, you yeah, feel exactly. me? So it, it, so definitely, like you just helped him. You know, I wasn't scared to pick his brain. I think, I think he respected that about me, yeah. and um, he he gave me he gave me some great advice that I still carry with me today. Are people underestimating what the Los Angeles Clippers are doing by picking him nah, up? They, that was tough. <laughs> what they did that was that was very tough. While keeping Reggie Jackson as well, yes. I, they got they got a nice squad over there. So. Well, how long ago? When's the last time you worked out with Wall? Uh, it was probably like it was probably when I got back from Germany. It was like okay, going, so it was going into the bubble. Honestly, right. he, he actually helped me get my confidence for real. Because I was okay. like, shit, if I could go against the number one pick, you know, 
<laughs> who can I go yeah. against? So it was it was after it was after Germany actually before going to the bubble. Right. So and I think Wall had been healthy since the bubble. It's I think Houston shut him down. Yeah, I couldn't tell some, you the some time weird thing. Yeah. But like I think he's yeah he was yeah, yeah he's definitely getting he's definitely getting back and uh, and he's back now. So you know yeah. that that's all that matters. Insane roster they got yeah. there. Not yeah. facts they got. That's tough. That's tough what they got in LA right now. Last thing I got to take your brain on. For sure. It's one of the first things that come up when, when you do research on you. Uh, is the, the good old chess days? Chess. When, Not the good old. It's still, they're still going are on. Are you still rocking it? Yeah, for sure. You got to. You got to. You, got you to ever like hustle much. anyone with it? Be like, and nah. And on a bus, be like, yeah, I bet. just pretend you don't know what you're nah, doing. nobody really. <laughs> nah. I would, I would, we don't really do that. But, if I mean, that's, it's definitely competitive. It's, def, it's definitely, you know, life-related, you know, yeah. to me personally. And it's just... A, is another, you know, you got to have stuff to do off the court, you know. So, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you said life related, and I want to take Yeah, for sure. What, what life parallels between you? Just, you know, certain moves in life you make, you know, it's, it's hard to come back from them. Right. You know, if, if, they're, if, it's, if, it's detri- if it's a detrimental move, you know, some moves could set you up for success. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just win in one move. You can't win in life in one move. So it's just, it's just a lot of things that, like, the game could teach you, you know, patience as well, which... I've had to do, you know, with right. this, with, with my professional and just basketball experience. So I think it's just, and it, and it calms you down. You know, you can't can't be screaming and rapping and, and doing a whole bunch of stuff over a chess game. You know, yeah. it's more relaxed and calm. So I think it, it helps it helps me off the court. So I could yeah. I could do my thing on the court. What expectations do you have for yourself after everything you've been through, after mm. all of these ups and downs and Getting to experience Canada and mm-hmm. going to Vegas and, and doing all these things, what's what's the expectation for 2022-2023? To keep going, to to put myself in a better in a better situation than I was last year. You know, I think I think I've done that with every with every step, with every year in my career so far, and I think I think that formula has worked for me. You know, I'm here talking to you. You know, in a in a country that I haven't been to. Right. Since you know, I was probably like five, six, a kid. Right. So it's like you know, just just keep just keep working. You keep working. Keep being a good person. Keep keep uh, opening doors. You know, with my personality, with my game, and and to just keep going, keep going, and don't don't let nothing stop it. Do you have a bucket list of things you want to accomplish? Yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely. But I'm I'm gonna keep it to myself though. Huh? What, what about outside of basketball? Do you have anything? Any other place you want to visit? Yeah. Any yeah, definitely, definitely want to, definitely want to see the world. You know, I want to, I want to give back what, yeah. what so many mentors and so many people in life and in basketball have given to me. You know, I think it would be kind of selfish to keep that because I've, I've been able to experience some really great, great uh, situations and people. You mm-hmm. know, and like I said, in, in, in both, in both sides of life. So I think just paying, just to continue to keep myself in a position to, to learn from the, from the best. So you know, when it's my turn to share it is. I could do it. I could do. I could share it at my best ability. I want to go, not rapid fire, but kind of just. I have scattered brain right now because now a bunch of things just popped into my head. For sure. Uh, growing up in Queens, any legendary Rutgers Park runs for you? No, nah, I, I actually did. I actually did play. I almost not in Rutgers Park, but I played at halftime of a okay. of a Knicks game when oh, I was yeah? kid. When I was a kid, that's back like when Nate Robinson, Channing Fry, right. Jamal Crawford was there. So that was a dope experience. Um. Uh, was it Rucker Park? I did something at halftime yeah. too. I did something at halftime too. It was like you know, it was like the two minute game or something right. like they let the kids run around while it's halftime. So I definitely, I definitely remember that one. 
So you were a kid star. You were you were a halftime everywhere. No, nah, I was not. I was I was I was blessed. I was yeah. blessed. I'll say in the you know with the right people in the right situation for sure. Having a chess background, mm-hmm. have you ever just pulled up to one of the parks where the chess boards are like on the table and just taking Facts. an old man one on one? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. We were out in um, we went to go play Fraser Valley, and I had yeah. to go get some sneakers. Yeah, and um. And then the mall, they had like all these old dudes like yeah. playing chess and stuff. And I just, I just, I made me and my and the driver just sit right. there and watch. It was probably like thirty <laughs> minutes to an hour. You know, it was, it was old guys too, so you yeah. know they they know the game, so they thinking a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, they're thinking a honeymoon. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. So that was definitely, um, that was definitely great to see too, because just seeing the game, you know, in a different country, just knowing it translates, you know. Yeah. So just like basketball, it's, it's it's just fun to be around. And this is some is one of my passions. As someone that actually like, you know, invested in chess and like likes it, mm-hmm. have you ever seen those big boards? Like for sure, yeah, like, obnoxious boards. Yeah, those like sure. disrespectful to like the chess community. Like, uh, what do you think? Uh, they're more like for show. I would yeah. say I don't think no one really playing on them type of right. boards, but it's just to show you how how big the game is, how large the game is. You know? Yeah, I feel you. When you just take it right back to the beginning mm. after. Um, you guys take down Scarborough, J. Cole, Drake's there. Mm-hmm. J. Cole walks by, <laughs> and the quote was? Huh? What was your quote? Oh, shit. I I paid- <laughs> Sorry for the curse, Ma. Sorry okay. for the curse. She ain't like but, that yeah, one. But- oh, shit, it's Cole. Yeah, nah, it was just, because, I mean, after the game, you know, you can't, it's, it's over with yeah. now, so now it's just coming down to relax and. Then it's like, oh shit, is a is a you feel me? It's like that's that's yeah, it's, that was my most honest, most pure reaction. It was just like, damn, it's really cold. Like, yeah, I just played against him. You know, he's really in the building right now. He's walking, he's yeah. walking by me. I'm the one being interviewed. Like, it's yeah. just you know, Drake is in the building. It's, it's just a lot going on. Right. It, was, it was a crazy scene. So you were able to separate it from game time and actually like take it in. Post yeah, game. yeah, you have to, you have to. And it, it was a great experience. You know, he went to St. John's. I'm from yeah. Queens, so. St. John's is no more than 20 minutes from my house, you know, so it was just like me knowing that and just us being in this environment, right. you know, like I said, it was, it was, a, it was a dope event. It was a dope scene. So it was, it was just cool. And yeah. I got, you know, I got caught on camera with a moment, went viral. <laughs> I had mean, a viral. highlights bleacher for all that. Yeah, it was a viral moment. <laughs> I didn't think it was that, I didn't think it was that crazy to be honest. Oh. I'll, I'll say that. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was really that, but. I take the followers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, people people also sleep on the fact that J. Cole did go to St. John, and he hooped. Mm-hmm. He was a D1 hooper. And I think it was more him being older now as opposed mm. to him. Yeah, he loved a game. You yeah. I mean, he loved a game. But I thought he was, like, look, is he? Is he hit he, a three. It yeah. wasn't against us. He, but, but I saw, like, the highlights of him, yeah. like, scoring and stuff like that. So it's definitely it's definitely lit for the league, you know, definitely great exposure. Yeah. I didn't think he was that out of place. Like, is it is nah. a different level? Yes. But, like. Yeah, for sure, for sure. given his history, he's also not that small. I don't think he was the worst player in the league. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll get him, you know. I don't. I'll, I'll, questions, I'm not going to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'll, I'll end it up. I don't. He's not the worst person. He's not the worst person in the league to me. I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna leave it at that. Guys, this is Christian Vital. Thank you so much for taking the time, dear. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, season's about to wrap up. Best of luck there. For sure. And let's, let's get another ring. That, that's the second ring of the year. Hey, yeah. I see what I'm <laughs> on, man. Ended up. For sure. Appreciate you, man. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.